G'day, and welcome to the Wing It Podcast. Illinois, they take out Nice Madness. They win it for sure. Max King, 50 goals this season. Yeah, Eduardo, he's my bet of the day. He'll take out the Galaxy. James Harden, MVP at $10. You heard it here first. All right, g'day. Welcome back to another episode of the Wing It Podcast. Episode number four, season two for the NBA. Um, hopefully you just listened to the NFL episode, which will be released uh, about the same time as this. Um, what else we got to say, Dogger? Yeah, just been an awesome week in the NBA. Has been um, wicked. We got some. It's only two weeks in. We've already got some overreactions, as you'd expect from us as well. So uh, we may as well get into those after you follow us on Instagram at Winger Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Winger Podcast, and also follow us on Spotify at Winger Podcast. And make sure when you're on Spotify, follow, like, subscribe. And leave a review as well on our podcasts. So really helps us out a lot, and we appreciate if you do that. Anyway, on to our overreactions for this week in the NBA. Our Golden State Warriors is the best team in the West with a guy who was in full kit today shooting the house down in Clay Thompson. He's getting ready. He's the expect ETA was Christmas. Yep. He looks it. He looks like he's ready for Christmas. He looks, or he looks ready for before. I think so. Christmas time, he should be really set, set. You'd think conditioned yep. and everything. Yeah. Are they the best team in the West? And a West that's suddenly weak. Unbelievable. It's it's wide open at the moment, and and that's why I think they potentially are the best team in the West right now. Obviously, you've got uh, the Lakers who are dodgy with the health and Mavericks everything. Who are nowhere near it. Yeah, their defense as well. The Lakers have been awful. Um, Portland are nowhere near it Clippers are just depleted We didn't expect them to do anything without Kawhi um, Jazz, don't trust them Nuggets look awful So yeah. I honestly think Golden State are, are the favourites in the West right now They're 6-2 and two. Um, Curry, the thing is Curry's not playing unbelievable in every game But they're able to pull out the win Like today he shot horrendously um, From the field and from the three uh, Only put up 15 points in the end But Players like Jordan Poole were able to put up 31 points. So Poole was at 30, um, yeah. Yeah. Gary Payton uh, Jr. was really uh, really Huge instrumental in their win. It was a late dunk. Uh, and I just think, yeah, the Warriors being second in the West right now uh, are unbelievable. So, They're 6-1. Yeah, Let's literally. not discredit what they might be with Clay. They're 6-1 right now. Yeah, so dropped one game and, as we said, still waiting for their second best player to come back. Draymond's looking in all NBA form like he, he was, was. walking triple-double form again. He is, he is. So, uh, impressive stuff um, from the Warriors and uh, big things to come from them, I'm sure. All right, next one. This is going to be a hot debate. This might go on for a few minutes. Uh, Dog has written here, let's redraft 2019 draft class because... The reason I'll say it... Mm-hmm. All right, you can say yes. He is wrote it. because I was talking to someone uh, about it today and Jar Morant is going mental at the moment. Garland's playing really well. DeAndre Hunter dropped 25 points today. Uh, RJ Barrett's dominating lately. And the Shooting n- the house down, Hunter, by the way. He is, yeah. And the number one pick from that draft um, was Zion Williamson, who has not played a game this season. He's only played, I think, 62 games in his career. So uh, he's, he's really struggling. He's on a franchise that's been awful as well. So mm-hmm. I thought, why not? Let's redraft it. I knew I'd have a couple of hot takes for this one. Uh, and I'll, I'll kick it off. So, way back when... Oh, no, we'll start with number five. So, we'll do the top five. Uh, I'm taking a player I just mentioned then, DeAndre Hunter. So, I was surprised, actually, when this draft came around that he wasn't taken higher. Uh, wait, was he at number four? 
four yet. Oh, okay, don't worry. Um, at, at five, my add was our Minnesota legend Jarrett Culver. Yeah, awful, but useless. DeAndre Hunter uh, won the championship for Virginia, uh, and his defense since he's coming to the league has been phenomenal. He's one of the best defensive wings uh, in the league, and for for the Hawks, he's been instrumental, especially playing in a team with Trey Young, who really struggles on offense. Kevin Herdo struggles, uh, sorry, on defense. Kevin Odo struggles on defense as well. Uh, he's been instrumental to their wing play. Uh, and as you said, been shooting the lights out. Uh, it's been unbelievable and was great today with 25 points. He was so. eight for eight today. Was he? he? Was eight for eight and he was, six for six, he was six for six from three. I'm not sure if he finished on that, but that's where he was at when I checked. He was six, six for three, shooting lights out. I'm the same. I'm going Hunter at five. Um, much what Dogger said. I mean, he's much better than Jarrett Cole for that went at five. When Minnesota reached for him when we were trying to get Garland and we didn't get him. So that's awkward for our Minnesota. Anyway, number four, uh, we both agree on this one again. Darius Garland goes at four. I mean, I think he's who Minnesota wanted at five and was never going to get him. He was pit number five. Um, sorry, pit number. Sorry, he was five in the draft. Cover was six, my apologies. Um, but yes, Garland was five in the draft. Really good. Weird fit in that team still, I think, especially now with Rubio, but it kind of yeah. works. Yeah, kinda, they've I mean, made it work. They're not going to win games, so like, doesn't, not, not a little bit like that way, but they're, it kind of makes it work. Garland is a – Colin Sexton's that shooting guard, not going to pass the ball. Garland's a facilitator. I kind of like where they're going. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I think they're going to end up getting rid of Colin Sexton – uh, at the end of this year. Really? Yeah, and I think they're just going to build with Mobley, who's going to be one of the best defenders in the league for years to come. Jarrett Allen, who we forget is actually still young. Had 17 uh, rebounds today. 24 and oh, 17 today. Yeah. Uh, and build around Garland as well. So Garland, as you said, is that main facilitator. He's been unbelievable. He had the best draft fit I've ever seen. Uh, he was wearing uh, Jerry Lorenzo, Fear of God, uh, like suit sort That's of thing. That's right, yeah. Sand-coloured. Uh, that was yes. awesome, and he's been one of my favourite players since then. So injuries have sort of held him back quite a lot, uh, but this season he's been great. Uh, he's averaging 10 uh, assists already this season. So huge shout-out to Darius Garland. He'll be my number four pick in this draft. Now this is where it gets completely different between Dogger and I. Very interesting, by the way. Top five stays the same in this draft. Like, yeah, just top five just is still top five, yeah. Now I would, going off right now, I would take Zion three. Yeah. Um, you could easily take him five or ten. But just knowing that last year he averaged 27 points a game when he played, which was fuck all. Yeah. But when he's on the court, he's just unstoppable. I would take Zion three right now, knowing, knowing what I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's what makes this so interesting. So obviously we're imagining right now that we know what we know um, and we're going to draft based upon that. Zion is is the reason this draft is becoming so interesting. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously the best player in this draft based on potential, talent, what he could be. Everything. Everything, as he was back then. He just needs to be on the court. But he just can't stay on the court whatsoever. Yeah. And it's it's not due to him doing anything wrong. It's, it's really just his bad health uh, in terms of his body not actually being able to put up with the stress that it's been, been forced into. So with my number th- three pick... I'm going to be taking Jar Morant. Terrible. So you might be shocked by this because yeah, so we're be. right in the middle so of be. a Jar Morant purple patch at the moment. But based on what I've seen over the last two, three years, I would not be taking Jar Morant over Zion, irrespective of health. So I see Jar Morant, I think he's a fantastic player. I think this is a really good draft. And going three uh, is still a massive compliment to Jar. He's on a great Grizzlies team that's perfectly built for him. 
Uh, and he's, he's averaging some career high numbers at the moment, 27 points per game. Uh, he's right up there in the MVP voting. Uh, but I just don't see him maintaining this sort of level of play. He's a very exciting player, uh, but I don't see him maintaining this level of play. So it's a bit of a hot take at the moment, but we'll see in years to come. That's why it makes this so interesting. So Jar Morant, number three for me. I do feel sick. That's disgusting that you put Jar three. The bloke couldn't have done less wrong, and you've put him three. That's really rude. Uh, two, I've gone with RJ Barrett. I think RJ Barrett's the next best well-rounded player. And he's showing glimpses. Dogger will talk about more in a moment, but um, RJ Barrett's showing glimpses of this season of what he can do. In it, But again, in a side that's winning. So um, we'll see how good he really is, but I would still take him too. Yep. Talent alone, RJ Barrett's second best player in this draft. Yep. So number two in this draft for me is going to be Zion. Uh, you can't not pick him just based off talent and potential alone. Uh, I'd pick him, take the risk on him. Obviously, the body is really not holding up. His lower half is n- probably never going to be able to maintain the stress for an 82-game season uh, and potentially, or hopefully not, but potentially won't ever be able to play play out a full season. Uh, so I'm going to take him there just based off talent and potential alone. Can we just spend five seconds? Oh, do I? No, it's all now. Zion. I know with football players, they are told in AFL, a much minor league in terms of NBA, what to eat. Yeah, look after yourself. This is you have dietitians and nutritionists in your club, pretty much walking you through life. Which is why AFL footballers always struggle post careers because they actually can't. Their hand isn't held anymore. Yeah, what the fuck has happened with Zion Williamson to get to this side in a play with a player who's worth forty million dollars a season, pretty much in terms of everything. His contract's not far off that, regardless. Be add on, you know. Everything else. He's a $50 million a year player. What has hell has happened to let him get to that state? Oh, well, obviously, you can't control 100% what a player is doing at all times. You, when I they think, go home, like, obviously, they can eat whatever they of want. Of course, but I think that when you're that. in this sort of position, you are pretty much in a concentration camp. Yeah. You are 90% looked after. Yeah. How much damage can he do in 10%? Apparently well, a lot. Apparently a lot, but... The thing with him as well, you have to remember, elite athletes, huge bodies, Zion's uh, 318 pounds, he's six foot eight. he's huge, he's got so much muscle on him, he does require a huge caloric intake. And you have to remember, he's probably intaking exactly what the team wants him to be taking in if he was in game shape. So, yeah, as if he's playing games, he's eating exactly what he would be normally be eating. But he's not But you have games. to remember... He's got a foot fracture, which, I, adding to this as well, I don't think the medical team at the Pelicans have any idea what they're doing well, or they're straight line. not. Well, they said that Zion would be ready for the first game of the season. A Liz Frank foot fracture yes, we spoke this, takes we? minimum six to ten weeks to heal. Minimum. With a body like Zion has... You'd be thinking 10. Literally, it could be the entire season just to get him right. Because you don't, it doesn't matter if he's right for this season. It matters if he's right for years to come. So, I don't understand what they're doing. They might have no idea, to be honest. Well, they have to. But with these injuries no as well, Zion's just not able to work out. So, he's he's not able to run. But he's they, barely you, able to walk. Wouldn't the nutritionists and dietitians know this? Yeah. Well, they, they obviously okay, would. He can't run as much as he can as a normal game time player. And that's exactly what I'm thinking. So, they've obviously cut back on his caloric intake. So, then he's hungrier. So, then when he's home, DoorDash. Uber Eats, 
won't name any more Deliveroo we sponsors. as they have Nobody over there. Um, yeah, so obviously he's eating less, so he's hungrier, so he just goes to whatever's easiest yeah. when he's home. And also, Louisiana, New Orleans, some of the best food in the world. Everyone says it's, hard, it's hard it down. to stay skinny in New Orleans. Exactly right. So, well, but it's an interesting one. This just shows he might be the biggest flop at number one pick ever. At this rate, he's going to be bigger from there than he better. And we knew this was going to happen. We we did. This was always mm. a worry. I didn't think it was going to be this bad two years into his career, though. Let's be real. I, I did. Just because I, I just said he might play for 10 years and be the most dominant player we've ever seen, but he will not be able to set. Well, I think we all thought he might be like Shaq. He's going to have the best three, yeah. four, three to five year stretch you've ever seen, but then, oh, to be fair, I'm just discrediting Shaq after he's 27 yeah. for 10 years. But, um, you know, just the most dominant five years you might ever see, and then it'll be done. But then he's put him to dominate for, dominate for not even 100 games. Yeah. Let's be real here. Unbelievable. All right, back to our draft. Sorry, a bit of a curveball there. Um, Who's we'll your number one pick? Yeah, I've gone with Jar. I can't believe that no one's putting Jar. He's a rookie of the year from that year. He was unbelievable in his rookie of the season. He was rookie of the year. Yes, he was. Uh, to think about it for a second, because Zion nearly won it with 30 games played, because, you know, he can't play a full fucking season. Um, Jar, brilliant, averaging 28 or 27, 7 and 8 this year, flying. Memphis has gone from a cellar dweller to a, a really good team. I mean, they made they actually caused a bit of a stir last year in their play-ins. Yep. They're just one step away from a playoff team in a weak West right now. So, Jar's a no-brainer number one, and if I had... I think he's the most important position in the court as a point guard. And if you can have Jar Moran in any team, you're pretty happy. Yeah. If you had him in Minnesota right now, oh boy, oh fucking boy. You had him in Dallas, and you had, obviously you had Luca, but you had Luca playing a two guard, for example. Oh boy, oh boy. You can make it work with Jar no matter what. So he's number one. Works in every team. All right. So obviously, I think that'd be a lot of people's number one picks at the moment. So it should be. Um, and the reason, I'm going to say the reason that Jar is not my number one pick. No injuries? Jar Morant, yeah, did his ankle last year. Like a really bad ankle injury last year. Yeah, but apart from that, he's had no soft tissues. No anyway, he's not gonna be, anyway he's Jar is one of the most explosive players in the NBA, which could then lead to a lot of injuries. That's not why I'm not picking him, though. Just saying that. But one of the main reasons is, in this modern day game, shooters are very important. All right? Jar Morant has never shot better than... 29% from three in his career. Right I know we should. Never shot better than 29% from his career, apart from this season. From three, yeah. From three. And never shot better than 40% from... Uh, 45%, sorry, from the field. So that worries me quite a lot. He's he's never had a respected three-point uh, shot. Last year and the year before, he shot two and a half threes a game. This year, he's doubled that. He's shooting five threes a game at... 40% from three. Didn't even shoot that in college. He's shooting 66% on two pointers. That is ridiculous. He's leading the league in points, points in the paint. paint. Yeah. So this hot streak right now, which I think it is a complete hot streak, I do not think he will maintain that. And irrespective of this hot streak or not, I do not think he's the best or second best player in this draft. The best player in this draft, in my opinion, and the player that I would pick, number one, I said it at the time, and I'll say it again, that is RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett has the intangibles. He's going to be a consistent player throughout his entire career. He's been well-coached, well-groomed, all coming up through his career. 
He's never had that stupid spotlight in his face that Zion had because he was always, always behind him. Always been the second best player no matter where he plays. Exactly That's right. That's not a good thing to be number one. It's not way. what you need. It's not what he's needed. But now he's proving that he can be the best player on a group on a great team. He's not even top three in that team. We've got the Knicks at the moment who are doing better than the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. They got the number four seed last year. They're flying. They're a great team. They're currently the well, third coach. seed in the East. Right? RJ Barrett is averaging 20 points per game on fantastic shooting numbers. 53% from the field, 88% from free throws, and a career high in threes per game as well. So he's improving his shot, which was always the worry. And the biggest thing about him as well, he is guarding the best player on the other team night in, night out, and doing an unbelievable job in that. RJ Barrett, this season alone, his direct opponent is shooting 23% from the field. So he is completely locking down. And I just think that RJ Barrett has the most realistic potential in this draft, and he would be my number one pick. I said it at the time, I said... RJ Barrett will not be the number one pick this draft, but I think he'll be the best player out of everyone here, and I still think that right now. Okay. That is my rationale. Yeah, so cool. Just couldn't disagree more, but... Let us know what you think in the comments below. Pretty interesting one. I wanted to add that in there, just because Jar's hot streak at the moment. RJ's playing fantastic, and all, obviously his arms injury. Jar's hot streak. He's the fucking rookie of the year, and he's... It's hot streak. He's torn the house down for the last two seasons as a number one option. RJ Barrett's been a third option for the last... Oh, to be fair, coming the rookie, probably the fifth option in that fucking New York team in his first year. Now he's a, he was a third. Now he's just a second if he's being lucky behind Derek Rose and even... Uh, I'll put Alec Burks in a more fucking... Julius Randle. Obviously number one. Evan Fournier. Yeah, it's... Kemba Walker. And he's the second option in front of those absolute certified bucket getters. When you break it down, he's probably the third option He's probably the first option. He's taking the most shots on the team. No, my... Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, that's why it's an interesting topic, so I thought I'd bring it up. Yeah. Anyway, the Heat... Are they the favourites? I honestly think the Heat are the favourites right now. Yep. My only worry about them was that I th- thought they'd start slow in the regular season. They would just take time to gel. They'd sort of cruise through with the older legs that they have. But wow, they're doing exactly the opposite of that. They're the best team in the East right now. They're best the, team in the league. They're the best defensive team ever since the three-point line was introduced that's unreal so pretty much ever ever that's unreal unbelievable Jimmy Butler playing at MVP level at the yep. moment Bear Matabio playing at defensive player of the year level at the moment Cole Lowry is playmaking is unbelievable and Tyler Hero six man of the year almost locked up at the moment so and they still have Victor Oladipo to come back exactly where does he slot into that team don't even know if he does I don't because think they're rushing not... back at this right so it goes Kyle Jimmy no, it's Kyle, Duncan Robinson, yes, Jimmy, Duncan Robinson, Bam, Jimmy Bam, and PJ Tucker. I don't think you can take Duncan Robinson out of that side because you like... He's not playing well, but... No, he hasn't, but you, you just like him as that stretch. Yeah, he's, you know, want, he's fantastic. Yeah, you still want that. He's a, he's a knockdown three and he just yeah. he fits... You know, you just need that in a team. You can't have five brilliant players. You know, that one guy who can just play his role. You, yeah. know, you need that Fisher. You need that bloody Miller. You need that someone. But this is why they are... The favourites, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the, so too. Their only problem we're talking about right now is how do they bring in another, another all star? It's ridiculous. It's so. unbelievable, and and an all team NBA defense player. Yeah. Oh boy. So amazing job by the Heat in the off season. They've really done a great job with that, uh, and they're gelling better than anyone thought. So, anyway, are they the Cliff Yeah. Yes, they are. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Next one. 
we're two for here for the Kings. I've backed the Kings nearly every game I feel like this year. Yeah. Um, they've just, I've just been loving what they're doing, and as is everyone else, they're always plus in the points, but they're winning in the negatives too. They're a fantastic side. They're, uh, I mean, they're three pronged to tapping with guards with Halliburton, Fox, and Buddy Hield as a six man. And Davion Mitchell. Yes, and Davion Mitchell is a great defensive guard. It just all works, isn't it? It's it's nice. Yeah. I don't it. know where to. I don't think they're a playoff team, but they're a play-in team. Where to, you ask? Philadelphia for De'Aaron Fox. That's where to. Get out of here. We don't need you anymore. I want Tyrese Halliburton running that team. Yeah, I probably would too. Tyrese Halliburton. He's a better version of Fox. Who who are we who are we trading Simmons? Uh, Fox for? Simmons. Simmons and Halliburton, the two main playmakers on that team. You've got Buddy Heald, who is statistically one of the best three-point shooters of all time. Harrison Barnes, who's absolutely dominating at the moment, who can Plays find and create his own shot. Plays role better than anyone. Great rebounder. And we've got Ratron Holmes, who is on the best contract in the NBA. $11 million a year over the next four years. Yeah, huge. Ridiculous. And gives you the best field goal percentage you can get. Literally. And you've got Davion Mitchell, who I rate higher than most rookies, to be honest, off the bench, who is drilling threes at the moment. He hit 45% of his threes at Baylor. Huge. And also, he's one of the best defensive guards statistically in the NBA right now. And there's still so, a chance of sorting things out with Marvin Bagley. Yep, Top that as well. Just That's a, year, a wild card. Three years ago. And Tristan Thompson's playing fantastic for them off yeah. the bench as well. So, uh, I think that team, that could be a playoff team next year if they get Simmons. I think Simmons... Oh, yeah. Simmons would yeah. get anyone a playoff team. Yeah, them definitely. Simmons' defensive ability, second to none. Probably the best and defender. And Halliburton's a great defender too. Halliburton's long, good defender, great playmaker. Rangy. And do you know what he's great at? Playing off the ball. Yeah. Perfect for Simmons. Halliburton has the worst looking shot in the NBA, but, but one works. of the most efficient shots. He's probably the most efficient player in the NBA. Just every time he gets the ball, something happens. There's yeah, a right. bucket or something. Yeah. So he, I love Tyrese Halliburton. Make, give him the keys to that offense. Put Ben Simmons next to him as well. I think Ben Simmons, he's not going to be in the spotlight. He's going to be at Sacramento, one of the smallest franchises in the NBA, in all of America, to be honest. Yeah. He's not going to be in that spotlight. It's exactly what he needs. And he can go there. He'll put up 14, 8, and 8 and be fantastic and bring them to the playoffs next year. Make it happen. No, I completely agree. I love it, take. What up? No, I completely agree. All right, last one. You can say it because I didn't, I didn't write this down. I wrote this down. I said it at the start of the year and I still agree with it. Minnesota are making the playoffs. It's yeah, a are. lock. Yeah, lock it in. Are. You fucking are. Do you know why? Yes, we are. You're not going to make the playoffs out, right? You're going to make the play-in tournament. You're going to finish. No, nah, we're making all the way. No, nah, you're finishing that ten to seven range, and no one wants to come up against you in no. that one game. No. Anthony Edwards at any time can drop forty. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns can have a twenty twenty game at any time. Shoot four threes a that's game. A, that's a bad game. Twenty twenty. He's a thirty twenty guy. D'Angelo Russell is probably the biggest wild card for you. He's, he's out with an ankle injury at the moment. Yes, he is. But he's a guy who we know any night can go 30 and 10. He can. Anyway, and it's his playmaking that is the most pivotal on yeah, this team. Yeah, 100%. I think you need one more piece. One more piece and you're a playoff lock. Yeah, someone to go that four position without Janima Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is. Like Harrison Barnes would be perfect. Gritty, good shooter, good can find his own shot. Great rebounder as well. Marvin Bagley comes to Minnesota. No, nah, I don't like that. Harrison Barnes, I don't mind it at all. I don't think Malik Beasley is what you were hoping he was. Uh, he's still a bit fine. He's had, he started cold, but actually the last couple of games, he heated up. And we know what that man can do. 
Oh, yeah. Fire. Shots. Fire. Shots. With guns. Big time. Anyway. Kids and women involved, doesn't matter. But no, mini playoff lock. <laughs> I do absolutely love it. I reckon 10 to 7 range for them into the playoff. Nah, we'll play-ins. Six. And they'll absolutely smash Ja Morant and the Grizzlies get into the playoffs. We're going to finish six, 100%. I think, I think we're lucky for six. Anyway. I mean, can we talk about Pat Bev off the bench? Yeah, he's been great as Averaging well. Averaging six assists off the bench. Just elite defense. Imagine being that, you know, that TJ McConnell, Alex Caruso type off the bench mm. point guard. You've got to come against Pat Bev. He stinks of buyout guy though. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Of it. But uh, he, he's actually committed to this team whether we're committed to him. Yeah, it's true. But it's regardless, true. that sucks if you're Alex Caruso or TJ McConnell or you're fucking, I don't know, Jordan Clarkson thinking, oh, yeah, I've got this, I'm coming up against some shitty little fucker. And then Pat Bev's going to, that just sucks. Yeah. He's going to lock them all down. He's Love it. give you a nightmare. Anyway, on to more overreactions with our way too early award show. Let's get it. Kick it off, Cam. All right. I hate your first pick. My MVP off. is Ja Morant, who apparently wouldn't go number one in his own draft, but he is the number one player in the NBA right now, and he will win the MVP if the award was tomorrow. His team is what, five and three? Yes, five and three record, a flying side, and he's averaging 28, six and eight. What more do you want from a player? Who's averaging that type of stat line? I'll tell you who's averaging that kind of stat line. No, he's not. And that's... Uh, And that's Paul George. Paul George has been unbelievable to start this season. He is number one in points in the league with 29 points per game. Wow. He's number one in steals per game with 3.3 steals per game. Wow. He's averaging six assists, eight rebounds, literally exactly the same. And he's leading this shitty Clippers team to a what record? To five and one record. Wow. I'm pretty sure so far. No, so. so Paul George has been unbelievable to start the season. Really impressed me um, throughout the start of the season. No, no one really expected three and four. I've been saying what the fuck you get five and one. I didn't four. know what the record was. They're you threw it. You threw it on me. But he has been unbelievable regardless. This Clippers team is awful. They will not make the playoffs. Whatsoever. Anyway, what's he got to do with anything? What do you mean? Is it your MVP? Yeah, he's my MVP. If, if the award was tomorrow, he's my MVP. Over who you had written down with Kevin Durant. Yes, because that's a boring pick. I'm going with Paul George. Oh, wow. Sorry, I was confused what the fuck you were talking so, about. So, Paul George, being fantastic to start this season. Clippers won't make playoffs, so he won't even make that. So, he won't even get the MVP. 28-7-4, so not bad. Don't even worry about that. But 3.3 steals. Been unreal. Um, but, yeah. Paul George, my MVP to start the season. Anyway, on to Defensive Player of the Year. Onto Defence Player of the Year. Mine, it's not budgeted whatsoever. It's Bam Adebayo. As I said before, the Heat, best defensive team ever. Ever. Since the three-point line was introduced. And Bam Adebayo is a huge part of that. He's switching onto guards, forwards, centres, anyone. He locks down the best big on the other team. He is one of the most versatile defenders in the league. His shot blocking has been a little bit down this year, but stats... Stats don't do justice to what no. he's been doing. He's been fantastic for that Heat team and one of the main reasons they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. No, I love that. I uh, completely agree. Uh, I've gone to someone different. I'll go with Embiid as my defensive player of the year. Averaging the most steals of his career. Averaging still, was it, 1.7 block, 1.6 blocks a game. Still elite. In a team that's six, six foot, that's six and one, sorry. A team that's flying and had to take a more defensive, uh, you know, 
abilities this year with Ben Simmons, their best defender, now out. And they're still 6-1. and one. Yeah. So when you look at that team, you go Tyrese Maxey, whatever, Tobias Harris, whatever, Seth Curry. Who's really streaming defense on that side? No one, really. Justin Bede. So without Simmons, I love what he's done. Um, I mean, obviously, people like players like Matisse Saibola, but they're not, you know, starters. So Embiid, I think, has been doing huge on the defensive end, and he's my defensive player of the year. For sure. All right, next one. We're going to go to our most improved player. Dogger, you love this bloke. Who's your most improved player? I'm going to, I'm sticking true to my guns. It's going to be DeJounte Murray. Yeah. He's not getting enough love, in my opinion. He is fourth favorite, but I understand why the other guys are getting a little bit more love. Jar Morant, hot streak, will end. Miles Bridges, hot streak, will end. But it's contract year, so he's a bit scary there. Tyler Hero, been fantastic to start the season. But DeJounte Murray is leading the Spurs right now. He is their number one player in every facet of the game. Number one rebounder, number one playmaker, number one scorer, especially in clutch. So in the clutch time, they're going straight to him. He's been fantastic. It was him v. LeBron, one-on-one in that Lakers game. It was great to see. Went to OT, I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure. Uh, Went to OT. It was a great game, but DeJounte Murray, most improved. He's blown me away this season, and I had super high expectations. Also a little bit biased because I've got a fair chunk of money on him. So, Who's that the reason why that game was one point game today? Against your he was. He was fantastic. All right, my most improved guy, Tyler Hero. I mean, 6-1 and one and the team that's flying is their go-to six-man, and he's averaging 22-6-4. Uh, and four. That's fucked. Let's play it real. And he's shooting it on dumb percentages, and he playmakes, and he rebounds. He does everything. So Tyler Hero is flying, and this will lead on to our next... Player. I've got him for a double here right now. I've got him for six man of the year as well. He is so improved, it's not even funny, and he's the best six man in the league, and it's not even close right now for six man of the year. Dogger, who's your six man of the year? My six man of the year is Tyler Hero as well. Yeah. So Wayne Wardell, shout out to you. Uh, he called it at the start of the season at $22 odds. Big. Do you know what he's paying now? What, for that? $2.50. Really? Really come in. Ridiculous. So Tyler Hero, 100%. He's averaging, get this. 28 points per game. No, he's not. Yeah, he was for the first three games of the season. I don't know what he's averaging now. 22, I just said it. 22? Yeah. 22 points per game, but that's not what impresses me the most. What? Eight rebounds per game. Six. Yeah. Are you serious? I literally saw these stats yesterday. Yeah, well, he's played a game since. Oh, fuck's sake. Anyway, Tyler Hero has been fantastic uh, and he's, he's definitely in there. But what I do know, he's not even averaging 29 minutes per game. Yeah, that's so, 30. And he's got 30% usage, which means they're trusting him with the playmaking and they're trusting him with the shot taking. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's absolutely killing at the moment. He's got great. He's clutch minutes with the roof for a bench player. Yeah. 100%. They love him in their clutch. All right. Next award, Rookie of the Year. You can start off with your... Start off. Yeah, I'll start off. I'll go Scotty Barnes. So I do think Jalen Green will still win it. But if the award was decided tomorrow, it's Scotty Barnes. He's been out for two games, but regardless, he's averaging... 18 points a game. He's averaging nine rebounds a game. Huge. Weirdly. Sorely missed today, but still one. Weirdly. He's averaging one assist per game. Right. But he has the highest differential between expected assists and assists in the league. So I thought he was going to get zero. Expected, no, expected assists per game, six. Oh, the way around. And he's on one oh, per wow. game. So, don't know what's going on. That Raptors team, no one can hit a shot, apparently. Yeah, Scotty Barnes is passing so. it. Uh, but Scotty Barnes, he's been unbelievable. One of the best defensive players out of this uh, rookie class at the moment. And I think for years to come, at six foot eight, 240 pounds, he's going to be fantastic as a defender. Mm. Definitely a wing defender. He's, you know what he is? He's Kawhi Leonard 
but better. Better as in Kawhi Leonard came in and he had no offense. So he's like Kawhi Leonard-esque in the terms of 6'8", big wingspan, great wing defender, and he's coming in with even better offense. The reason he will not win the Rookie of the Year, though, Pascal oh, Siakam... Oh, Lord, give me strength. Pascal Siakam to come back. Uh, so I think that will sort of tone him down a little bit. But Dog- anyway, your Rookie of the Year. Douglas overrated to this rookie class more than anything I've seen in my life. Uh, my Rookie of the Year is... I don't give a fuck. Uh, there's three teams. This rookie, this rookie class sucks. Um, Josh Giddy, Cool. He's fantastic. He's my pick at the start of the year. Flying. Averaging like 8, 8, and 8. Don't care. Killing it. Whatever. This rookie class might be the best ever. And I said that at the start of the season. I'll say it again. Yeah. And they've really impressed me so far. No, you're right. To be fair, 2027 might be the best of all time too. What a stupid Yeah, call. but I don't even know who's going to be in 2027. Yeah, and you don't even know what this class is going to I've be. I've already like. seen them play. Stupid well, based off what's happened. Well, Kate Cunningham's three for 30 from the field. Yeah, and you, you know, know what? He's going to average more Jalen points. Green's had one good game. Evan Mobley's playing in a side with seven forwards, and he has no one else. He better be doing okay. Franz Wagner's playing fantastic. Franz Wagner's averaging 14 points. Okie dokie. He's a number top, a all top of, eight pick. All of these Jaylen rookies. Jalen Suggs Do you know how many rookies have averaged shit. 20 points per game? How many? Two. Yeah, we got this one year. was Michael Jordan. One was Tyreek Evans. True fact. No one else scored 20. No, th- that's it. Zion rookies just don't score 20 points Zion per game. Zion Oh, it was like in like minimum 50 games. Zion played like uh, 23 games or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you have to play 50 games at least. All right. Anyway, no one averages 20 points a game, so that doesn't matter. Cade Cunningham, he'll get it right, and he'll, mark, he'll prove baskets. how unbelievable he is. But anyway, that wraps it up. Our wing at worst. Yeah. We have a joint award. Joint, what you take it. I didn't want to say. Uh, Boston Celtics is the wing at worst team of the year. Worst this could be worst player, worst whatever you want it to be. This is the worst fucking side going around right now. It's the Boston Celtics. Doggers said they're going to win the East and they're going to dominate it. And Justin Tatum's going to the MVP because they're going to win the East. My Schroeder, six man. They, yeah, you banked on the Boston. They stink. I mean, I, I'm not saying they're not going to turn around. And as Doggers says, they are very well coached by a coach that hasn't coached more than three games. But he's so well respected. That means to Doggers' eyes, just like the uh, rookie class, it's going to be the best of all time. Um... They suck. Brown and Tatum aren't working. Brown's a better player than Tatum right now. Their big men are strange. It's a lot of them that don't all fit. It's weird. Schroeder's probably their best player. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, it's strange. Are they, I think they are yet to win a game at home. Really? Yep. The weirdest thing is they're awful defensively at the moment. Disgustingly. Which is strange for a Brad Stevens team. I'm going to say he's still his team. Yep. Um, but the the interesting thing is, Marcus Smart is never a player to come out and voice his opinions on the microphone. Just been a role player. About things in the locker room. He always stands up for his players. Yeah. Always. But Marcus Smart came out the other day and he said, these guys, Tatum, Brown, they don't know how to pass the ball. They need to learn how to pass it. And you know what they did today? They had their best defensive effort of the year. They held, I know it was the Orlando Magic, but they held them to 82 points. And they passed the ball. Everyone had three plus assists. Horford was fantastic. Uh, Even big Rob Williams, Time Lord was great. Wow. Tatum and Brown both passing the rock around. And if they're getting that ball movement and that sort of defense that we do expect from them, maybe that's what fires them up. Maybe that's the rocket up the arse that Marcus Smart's given them. And they're going to be what I thought they would be. So hopefully, moving on throughout this season, they're not going to disappoint me too much, but they have to be the wing at worst this week. By far. 
All right. That's anyway, it. thank you very much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. At Winger Podcast. Follow us on TikTok. At Winger Podcast. And follow us on Spotify. At Winger Podcast. And when you're there, follow, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Please. As well. So it really helps us out a lot. At Winger Podcast. Thank you very much. Ta. Good night.